Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10. One of the greatest needs of people, or many people are in need because they don't know what they need. When Solomon had an encounter with the Lord, the Lord asked him in a dream, ask me, what do you want? He did not say, I want a million dollars, because that is very shallow thinking. There's a level where you be where you think a million is a lot of money. Until you buy a house at 700,000. Because <laughs> you like all the rooms. And then 300,000 remain and you're like, ah! God, can I change that number? So it makes no sense. So Solomon said, no, 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 no. I want wisdom. I want to be able to add value to people's lives. Because I know if I keep adding value, value will keep coming back to me. And he said to God, God, I want to be able to judge the people you've called me to judge, to lead. I want to be the best king ever. I'm paraphrasing. Give me wisdom to lead your people. It makes no sense Asking God for material things. Asking for the grace to add value to people's lives. And you would never be dispensable. You see, they say nobody's indispensable. Yeah, yeah, praise God. But yet God went to look for Paul when he was Saul. He went to look for him. We said during this first service about David and all that. David, in a way, was indispensable. He made himself so. Because of the amount of value he was adding. And he led by the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness of his hand. And I'm sure God looked and said, "Ah, if I don't forgive this guy, who else can I choose? No Why don't people storm out of the doctor's office angrily after waiting for one hour? Ask your neighbor. They gave you an appointment, 1 p.m. And you thought 1 p.m., they'll see you got there, you waited 1 p.m. And you waited for another one hour, and then they took you to another room again. And the waiting room part two. <laughs> and you waited. But why didn't you live in anger? In fact, when the doctor showed up, you, you, you bottled up your frustration and you tried to smile. Why? Because you don't want bad advice. <laughs> It's because of the value. You can get angry and angry and go back home in pain and you're there, you're angry, angry, angry. You book another appointment again. <laughs> value. Lord, give me the grace to add value to people's lives. We're talking about the, the impartation, release of grace and gifts. Value. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, he says, But by the grace of God, but by the ability of God, I am what 
I am. It's only when you're looking from afar and you're trying to explain an enigma, something that is inexplainable. Man has a way of bringing up all kinds of things. Oh, he got there because he's so hardworking. Really? So every hardworking person succeeds. Well done. And then let's go and look for a menial worker. Remember those years in Poland to work in the factory at some point? They would search us before we went in. It was like, a, like we're prisoners. They would search you. And then when you're leaving, they will search you. You're going out. You file up. And one day I looked and I said, Jesus, I can't be here for long. This is not what I left Nigeria to come and do. <laughs> and at the end of the month, the equivalent of, let's say, about $100, if I'm not mistaken. And then I graduated. The Schengen Agreement was signed, so the borders between most European countries were open. So I went to Denmark, Copenhagen. This graduation now. Not graduation from school, graduation in working, in hustling. Amen. Because I was doing my master's in Poland. I had classes every fortnight. So I went to Denmark, we worked there for two weeks, fly back to Poland for classes. There was no remote learning. <laughs> Go back. And I was cleaning hotels in Denmark. So now when I go to hotels and I see housekeeping, I respect them. We're former colleagues. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ten minutes per room if it's a checkout room. But if it's a room where they still are there, five minutes. So you go in there. That's why I don't use cups in hotels. I don't use anything because I won't tell you what we used to do. <laughs> You're racing against time. And they'll give you a number of rooms per day. And it's from one period of time to another. When the guests are, you know, nobody wants their room cleaned at certain times. It's not everybody that's working hard that succeeds. That's why Paul said, no, 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 no. I have looked at my life. Yes, I work hard and all that. Yes, but I am what I am primarily because of the grace of God. <laughs> and it's that grace that has brought us as a ministry to where we are today. This is the second service now. We started second service the 8th of August. And this is November. And second service is already like first service in terms of the people. I am what I am by the grace of God. Let God open your eyes to see what you actually need. I remember many years ago, someone dear to me used to say, ah, man, all I need is cash. I just need cash. I need cash. I need cash. And I just corrected. I said, no, no, no. You need ideas. You don't need cash. You need ideas. The people that started Facebook did not have cash first. They had ideas. You need ideas first. The cash will come when the ideas are there. In the same way, to do anything great, you need grace. Anything great, including marriage, raising great children, 
God told someone to go and study Mary, the earthly mother of Jesus. What did it take to raise the Messiah? If you think it is common sense, think again. Think again. What did it take to raise someone like Moses? What did it take? Grace. I am what I am by the grace of God. And grace can be communicated. It can be transferred. It can be moved and shared between people, between organizations. Being a part of a family where there are brilliant people does not make everybody in that home brilliant. So what we are talking about is how do we communicate and receive grace? Number one, you need to identify what grace am I lacking? Don't make excuses for mistakes. What grace am I lacking? Laziness is is a state, is a situation that many people have found themselves in. They desire to work. But the grace to walk is not there. So on Monday, they are, they are, they are praying for Friday to come. What, 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 what a way to live life. And then Friday, they say, thank God. Which God are you thanking this Friday? <laughs> the God that walked and made the heavens and the earth for six days and just rested on the seventh day and is still working now. Grace. Yet, if they call a company, maybe they have issues, whatever, and they call and they say, oh, they are closed. They, they get angry. They are wondering, how can they be closed? It's only 8 p.m. How can, <laughs> why, why are they not open? Grace. Suddenly, a grace comes on you and you just find yourself desiring to add value and actually being able to add value consistently. And then people look at you and say, wow, man, she's so hardworking. No, it's grace. Ordinary people get tired. They do a little bit, come and see, and then they rest for three months. And they keep referring back, ah, that week we worked hard. Ah, ah, my body's just, <laughs> my body, you know. <laughs> Yet, some will keep on going and going and going and going and going. Grace. First of all, it took grace for planes to begin to fly. But they realized with the fighter jets that, you know what? Ah, we don't want to waste time landing, refueling, and going back in the air. Why don't we refuel in the air? So the mission is not disrupted in any way. And I said, I love that. That's exactly what I want. And I saw another one last week where they said they can turn, they're, they're working on turning air into, into fuel for the, for the fighter jets. So they don't even need to be plugging anything and possibly you're just, you're charging as you're moving. There's a company in Germany now, they are, they are making, I think it's called Sona or something like that. They didn't pay me for advertisement, so. <laughs> it's solar paneled cars. So, so solar panels all across the car. So guess what? While normal people are driving and then gas is done, they go, they park. 
and they charge and they drive on. While some with some fancy electric vehicles have to plug in before they move, some are charging as they are driving. And they are, they are just moving. You'll say, okay, yeah, 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 we're competing. And, and then you stop to charge, but they are still moving. And you're like, no, no, what kind of car is that? What kind of car is that? So there are levels of grace. But grace can be continually recharged as we move on. <laughs> what kind of grace has God made available to us here? Because every good gift comes from above. And we need to acknowledge the giver of the gifts. Number one, wisdom. The wisdom of God is, is, has been made available in this place that we're in. In this assembly. In this ministry. By the grace of God. The ability to apply the word to get results. Not just quoting the word, but the ability to apply the word. Wisdom. And when there is wisdom, everything is working. As the grace increases, the output would increase. But wisdom makes things to work. Marriages work by wisdom. It's common sense to know that two people cannot be shouting at the same time. Who is going to listen to who? So you shout first. I listen. <laughs> it's wisdom. At the end of the day, they both shout. You shouted, I listen. I shouted, you listen. Why are, are you cool? Praise God. You shake hands. <laughs> and you move on. <laughs> I was saying to someone the other day, I said, imagine if a, you were walking along the street and a mad person came to you and says, excuse me, excuse me, I have a question. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> Will you stop to say, sorry, what's your question? <laughs> Will you, because now, if anybody sees you, <laughs> they'll believe there are two mad people. There's one well-dressed <laughs> that just started the madness, <laughs> but there's another one that has been mad from before. It is wisdom. That makes us to know that we don't listen to the devil because he's a madman. We don't listen to these suggestions because it's pure madness. It is wisdom. To know that this is what God has called me to do and I stay in my lane. In who likes to fail? Nobody. Yet people take themselves out of their, their area of strength. To prove a point, and then they go somewhere and they keep making mistakes. The wisdom of God is made available to raise great children. Wisdom of God. <laughs> to succeed. Number two, grace is available as discipline. Discipline. The Bible says, through idleness of hands, the building decays. Discipline is a grace that God has made available here. And you can see it permeating through by the grace of God. It's not enough to just 
have one big service and everybody pulls their effort and makes it happen. No, but when you see consistency, you know that discipline is working behind the scenes. Because there can never be consistency without discipline. Never. What do they call them? One, one horse pony, one, one, one horse show, <laughs> one horse pony. One, one, <laughs> one horse show, where it's just one hit thing, you know. But it takes discipline to keep getting results day after day by the grace of God. Nobody wants to be the one that was shining before. I don't know about you, but no, 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 no. Want to be in the now. It takes discipline to say, yeah, by the grace of God, from today, I'm going to be walking with God, whether I feel like it or not. And then you start moving. Today, I'm going to begin to serve. I'll start serving, whether I feel like it or not. When I wake up, I don't check my, my feelings. How are you doing today? You want to go to church? How do you feel? Let's, you know, do you, mm, no, 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 never. <laughs> I'll just check and see, ah, are we going to have service today? <laughs> Even you are laughing because you're like, it makes no sense. Yeah, that's what some people do. You just wake up. Ah, Colin is sick today. And the Holy Spirit says, are you sick? Say, no, uh, physically I'm fine, but emotionally. <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> and you begin to prophesy negative things on yourself. So you need to tell your body, body, I am the one in charge. When I say go, you go. When I say stop, you stop. Except the Holy Spirit says, okay, you are resting today by force. Discipline. I've realized that you can have one gift and excel because of discipline and have multiple gifts and still be a failure because of lack of discipline. Someone said discipline is the soul of an army. Can you imagine any military that lacks discipline? I don't want to be in such countries. It's part of why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Why you see the minister of defense and it's like he's pregnant? <laughs> and you're wondering, who are you defending? <laughs> you can't even defend your... <laughs> the head of the police force. And you see every... And you're like, ah. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, may God help us. Let, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, power is something else that God has made available here and is growing by the grace of God. And power, wisdom will help you to plan, but power will help you implement the plan. And power is the ability to get things done. There are times where you have to push your way through and it takes power to be able to do that. Say, so yeah, this week, Pastor said we should declare, this week will be a blessed week, yeah, it will be an amazing week, yeah. And then as you're stepping out, start the car, 
Car is not starting. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. And then some will just say, you see, all the declaration, nothing. And we're still in church premises. I don't know. While some, another person will say, no, 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 never. This will be a great week. I'm just being set up for promotion in the name of Jesus. Okay, why do I have EMA? Call EMA. EMA, come and do your job. I pay you guys. <laughs> and come back inside the church. Sit down. Enjoy yourself. They call you. They're ready. You drive off. Nothing. Power. To take charge of your mind. We're reading battlefield of the mind. Lots of battles are going. God sends a word, but the mind sends another word. And which one would they believe? But when there's power, they'll tell the mind, shut up. No. God has said it and I believe it. That settles it. You heard the testimony today. She went to one mortgage broker. Only God knows which. Let let me leave that. But (laughs) the mortgage broker said, you don't qualify. What right do you have to qualify a person? Yet she's here to testify. Yet she's here to testify. It takes power to say, no, this word must come to pass. It must come to pass. It must come. It takes power. And the power of God is available here. You saw it yourself on Friday. And every other time we gather. You see, for, for you to be able to hear the word and be convicted and remember the word the next day, it took power to drive it through every hindrance till it got into your soul. The heart of man is deep. It took power to take the word through everywhere to get into your heart. It takes power. Do you know how many things people are exposed to before, during, after a service? Just five minutes of scrolling. Imagine how much information you have exposed yourself to. Yet the word still powered through all those things. Someone said to me, Saturday morning, she had an encounter. She's like, all her body was vibrating, vibrating. And she said, maybe it's because I went to sleep singing one of the songs that God gave you called Divine Encounter. The album will, will be released soon. We, we sang it on, on, on Friday. We sang it on Friday. It takes power. It takes power. And the power of God is available here. So you cannot be weak. Satan, I'm no, I would no longer be a pushover. You know, we heard the testimony, but that was before she got born again. She came out and, you know, said, telling the shadow, uh, please, please. I said, ah, please. Please. The devil does not hear, understand, please. He does not. Which bully do you know that understands, please? That when you are crying, the bully says, oh, you're crying. Sorry. Here's tissue paper. No. It, it emboldens bullies. But when there's power, you say, no, 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 no. One person will die here today. Yes. <laughs> One person. And I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, you know, there are some small people when we're growing up, you know, <laughs> lots of rascals around where I was, you know, smallish looking people. They'll go and confront giants. And you are there wondering, this is a suicide mission. This is a suicide. What movie did you watch? Maybe you saw Bruce Lee. <laughs> but, but you see this small guy, they say, no, you kill me. You kill me. You kill me. 
And the big guy will just leave them alone and say, no, you, I'm not the one that will kill you. I'm not the one that will kill you. It takes power to move through obstacles and to push through pain and still keep moving forward. It takes the power of God. And that's what I'm trusting God as you're anointed today. The power of God comes upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Micah chapter 3 verse 8. I love that scripture. You see, this world does not respond to weakness. No, 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 never. Micah 3.8, let's read it together once to go. But truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord and of justice and might to declare to Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. You see why it is many people cannot confront things because it takes power to confront situations. It takes power. It takes power. You don't have to be rude. It takes power to open your mouth and just talk. And say, Satan, last time you come into this house, last time, look around you, last time. Does this look like hell to you? Last time. (laughs) I'm seated in heavenly places. And where a king's throne is, that's his kingdom. You don't step into this place in the mighty name of Jesus. It takes power to open your mouth and speak. This vehicle, these children, they don't belong to you. There are billions of children. Did you miss road? And you came to this place? No, no, no. Don't come here again in the mighty name of Jesus. It takes power to touch your body and say, pain, I command you to leave now in the name of Jesus. It takes power. And the word is in your mouth. It takes power. And the third one here, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Vision is another grace that is available here. The ability to see, to see. To be short-sighted is a defect. Solomon, after he missed his way, In the book of Ecclesiastes, he said, let us eat today, for tomorrow we die. No plan for the future whatsoever. I heard when we were much younger, they used to talk about vision 2020, 2020, and it looked so far away. Now we're in 2021. Vision is the ability to live in in the now, but still be planning for the future. Because it's those who plan for the future that take charge of the future. Ten years from now, what's going to be happening? Do you know that there are waves every time? There are waves. Waves in investments. Some people are still blaming themselves today. Ah, and they knew when Microsoft started. Must have been very old. And they knew when this company started. Ah, I could have invested in Tesla. Ah, ah. No, but there are waves. They are waves. While they are living in the past, some waves are being created today. It takes vision to plan while in today, but you're planning for 10 years' time. Before we make a decision, we're thinking, so 10 years, 5 years from now, is this going to still be valid? Is it still going to be valid? If the answer is no, most likely we're not doing that. Vision, the ability to see far. Some people genuinely cannot see beyond one week. 
Six months is too far. One year, oh my goodness. No, they don't see. But God will open your eyes today. God will open your eyes today. In the name of Jesus. The ability to see. So when Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. You say, Lord, you have brought me to this place. This is my family. This is my spiritual family. Nobody should be surprised that you look like the family that you belong to. I don't know what else. There are many other graces by the grace of God. God has made available here. I don't know what else it is you desire. There's also the leadership grace. When you look at a small nation like Israel and still see that they, are, they have way more noble laureates than any country in the world. Plus China. Plus India. Plus all those populous nations. You know that there is a leadership grace. How many people do we have in the music team, right? It's growing, it's growing. But the percentage of those that have more than one album, some four, releasing album as if they are going to buy gas. <laughs> in one year, four albums released, just like that. And you're listening to them and you're saying, this is powerful, this is power, this is power, this is power. So, I mean, the, some of them are even sung, and I'm, I'm, I'm there wondering, who sang this song? Who sang this song? They say, well, hmm. It's leadership grace. When you ask them, there was a, an event, one of the artists in town used one of the songs, think of the music director, used one of his songs to, she performed, ministered one of his songs at an event. So after the fact, when she met with me, she just mentioned it in passing. I said, no, 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 come. I, I want you to tell him. So he can hear it himself. She didn't reach out. Not, she just heard the song. I said, oh my goodness. Powerful song. It's grace. If you ask them, and she said she has only had one album as of that time. She, she said, how do you get inspiration? Because for some people, they have to smoke something to, to hear something. <laughs> they have to smoke something to see something. How, how is it coming? Leadership grace. You can be in one service and songs are just being downloaded. What did you do to get it? It's just the grace of God. Yet people are toiling and struggling. And one of the ways grace is imparted, last week we said words, today is by touch, laying on of hands, impartation of grace. But it must be intentional, both by the vessel and the recipient, it must be intentional. You don't miss, it's only when the devil wants to destroy people mistakenly. You didn't know and they planted something. When the enemy, when man slept, the enemy came and planted tears. But when God is blessing, it is intentional. It's not just on the wayside. Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9. Powerful scripture. And this Friday, the graduates of the basic leadership class will be imparted by the grace of God with wisdom. Now, Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom because he went to Harvard. Some people thought that's what was there, actually. They're like, ah, Harvard is in the Bible? <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> For Moses had laid his hands on him. So the children of Israel listened to him. Why you, what you're saying makes sense. They will follow you. One of the wives, one of the women here, there's a wife, came to me one day and said, oh, pastor, my husband doesn't ask for advice and all. I said, what you're saying, if it makes sense? <laughs> no, 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 listen, don't laugh. If what you're saying makes sense, he will listen. Instead of you trying to use force, pastor, by force, he has to listen to me. <laughs> Say, God, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. They came. <laughs> Sorry, some people don't like to book meetings. <laughs> Queen Sheba came all the way from Cush to hear the wisdom of Solomon. I believe now he listens to her now. I remember when I was a youth pastor, I went to the pastor then. I said, Pastor, Pastor. These youth leaders, they are not listening to me. I need you to talk to them and set them straight, correct them. And he said, Brother Emmanuel. (laughs) I can correct them, but they will listen to you because of me. But why don't you ask God to validate your leadership? And then they will listen to you because of you, not because of me. I left the meeting angry because I wanted quick solution. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes we want God to just take it away God take it take it and God they say no I'm not taking it I'm, I will enable you to get rid of it so I began to pray Lord validate my leadership and one after the other he began to do it he began to do it we went to a particular conference you know and then I was the new youth youth pastor there so the youth leaders were Formerly colleagues, then they now made me the youth pastor. So they were, they felt that, you know, it's because myself and the pastor were from the same country. That's why. You know, people that are not getting results, sometimes they give excuses. It's because she's a woman and she's fine. And the boss, he likes women. That's why. That's why she got promoted. Oh, no, no. It's because they are from the same. It's because, it's because, it's because. We went to a conference. We're just there. Just gisting, and then someone now asks the question, asks the question amongst us youths. And then those Pharisees in my team, them, <laughs> they, they said, So, Pastor Mano, what do you think? And in my heart, I said, Ah, Jesus, may God forgive you. But I kid you not, I opened my mouth and I began to say things I did not know before. You know when people are expecting foolishness to come out? <laughs> but they begin to hear sense. They were seated like this before, then they are leaning forward. <laughs> That's when I understood the prayer the pastor told me to pray. Let God validate your leadership. One of the ways is through laying on of hands with intention. You know what you are getting. Lord, as I am anointed today, may this grace rest upon me. I don't want to be the same. 
I used to love to sleep. Laziness was my middle name because I was bullied then. So I didn't want to be, uh, sleeping was my safe zone. You know, you have bad dreams, but at least you wake up. <laughs> you wake up. <laughs> but when grace came, if I can operate for years without sleeping and be normal, I, 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 I desire it with every fiber of my being. Desire for sleep, just poof. But I, I still have to sleep. Grace, impartation. Lord, as hands are laid on me today, as the oil comes on my head, this is what I personally desire. Don't fake something that can be real. Don't fake something. It is not by age. It is by grace. I've not seen anybody that will go to the devil and say, hey, I am 60 years old. I command you to leave. And the devil will tell you, I don't have age. I'm not leaving. It is not by how much a person has. It is by grace. It is by grace. Lord, I desire, let grace come upon me. When I am touched, when the oil comes on my head tonight, or this afternoon, let your grace rest upon me. <laughs> and then you now go through the gifts of the Spirit. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, working of miracles, this and this and this and this. When someone said they came with their child and, and had hives all over the body, and came had hives, and went back home, and hives were completely gone. That is a working of miracles. You, you cannot explain it. Because I know some would try to want to give it a scientific explanation. You know, it's because of the ambience and the air. You know, when the air coagulates with the... And um, I don't even know what I'm saying now, you know. <laughs> Praise God. And it's not by shouting. It's not by sweating. It's the grace of God. How will you know you have grace in a particular area? You'll see results. You'll see results. If you are not yet seeing the results, keep on asking for the grace. Until you see. You see, faith is to help you to get to a point where you can now see it. You have it in your hands. Then you don't need the faith for that anymore. You don't say, I, I have wisdom by faith, 10 years, for 10 years, but there's, there's no result. The Bible says wisdom is demonstrated by her works, by her children, by her works. Wisdom. Grace. <laughs> Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 6, as the ushers get ready, so begin to direct people forward. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Through the laying on of my hands. Thank you. You don't have to feel anything. All you have to have is faith. Lord, when it touches me, wisdom is coming on me. When it touches me, vision, my eyes will open to see. I used to struggle with my self-esteem until I saw myself. You know, when you look at the reflection, I heard a story, whether it's most likely it's fiction, 
a lion lost his company, a cub at that time lost his company among the lions and went and grew up among um, cattle or goats, only God knows the species. There are different variations of the story. And he continued. And this lion goat or lion cattle, you know, <laughs> would go alongside all the other cattle and then they will see lions and then they will run, including the lion to run him. <laughs> Until one day, the lion went by a river to drink water and looked in the water and saw, ah, I look like the people these people are running away from. So the next time the lions came again to attack, he said, oh, run it. He went and he crossed over to the other side. And they just rubbed. <laughs> said, Welcome home. We'll be watching you. We come, we want to capture you, greet you. But you run away and we're wondering what is wrong with this person. Welcome home. When I saw who God has made me to be in the spirit, I stopped running. And I'm glad you've stopped running. I saw running. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.